right, welcome back to the Father Walk Conference podcast with Ryan. Hope you guys are well. Appreciate you tuning in again for what is episode number 12 called Dealing with Rejection and How to Make it Virtually Meaningless. So I'm going to start this podcast off by giving you a bit of a funny anecdote from my cold approach career. And it is one of the or probably the worst rejection I've ever gotten in my life. So I wanted to kick off this episode with that to paint the picture and to have a bit of a laugh. So a few years ago, I was living in Sydney. I was on the way to work, walking down George Street, and I saw a smoking hot girl walking in the same direction. So I caught up to her and I stopped her. I wheeled around, did the the proper like front stop or side stop rather, and she stopped. She came to a complete stationary halt and I delivered my opener, delivered sort of a stack and what she gave me was a deadpan expression from the moment she caught eyes with me to the moment she stopped stationary and to the moment that I stopped talking recognizing that she was going to give me a blank, deadpan, hostile look and literally wait for me to walk away like a complete fucking cold, icy bitch. And to her credit, man, this chick, she was probably only 20 years old. She was beautiful and she had crazy strong frame. It didn't matter that some random dude who, I mean, was well within her range I mean, she was hot, but I mean, it's not like I was some super old, ugly, out-of-shape dude trying to chat her up. I mean, there was a reasonable person approaching her, and she looked at me with borderline disdain, this look of, how dare you think that you can approach me? And she didn't have, even have the human decency or courtesy to say, uh, I'm not interested. It's like she was borderline angry at hostile at, I don't know if it was men or she was in a mood or it was just me, but it was probably the most brutal, humiliating rejection I've ever had. And yeah, I simply didn't have the experience or the frame to be able to deal with it. Not only would that not ever happen to me now, given my experience, but even if it did, I wouldn't let someone get away with something like that. As in, I would have called that out politely, respectfully, and diplomatically and put her in her place because that was unreasonable. But nevertheless, it was pretty fucking funny what she did in hindsight. And I just didn't have the frame, obviously, to be able to handle it. And that's partly what probably caused it. So anyway, I wanted to start that off in a humorous way to let you know that this game is obviously fraught with a lot of rejection. As guys say in this space, there's a shitload more no's than there are yeses. And that's just the reality of the game. You've just got to accept that. So in this episode, I'm going to teach you how to effectively deal with rejection in what I think is the most healthiest way possible to the point where it doesn't affect you, at least in the long term, to the point where you can make it virtually meaningless. So fundamentally, one of the main points I want to make is when you're cold approaching someone and they are a no, when they're rejecting you, a lot of the time, and I mentioned this in the previous episode I just did on approach anxiety, they are making a snap judgment of you as a person in that moment, which is nowhere near accurate or a fair depiction of who you probably are. 
So that's what you got to keep in mind. Because the irony is, a lot of girls who actually shut you down, if they actually got a chance to know you, if they actually spent time around you, if they actually let you build trust with them and rapport, there's a good chance that many of them would actually, uh, some would actually go for you, but at the very least, many would actually like you and think you're a good dude. But this is the nature of cold approach, and that's kind of like the irony, and that's something you've got to accept. But this is the way to effectively process this in a healthy way. And how you do that is just by appreciating the fact that they are not fundamentally rejecting you as a person on a deep, profound level. They're purely going off a superficial, in-the-moment snapshot of you, and that is the person that they are rejecting. So you've got to keep that in mind. You've got to be able to separate the two things, your inherent self-esteem, your inherent self-worth as a person and value as a person, and merely a perception that someone has of you. And that'd be my next point, which I also touched on in the previous episode of Approach Anxiety, is perception. You can't control how a girl is going to perceive you for better or worse. You can think that you're the shit and you're going to go in there and deliver some perfectly flawless approach and think you're going to be perceived as positive. The opposite can happen. And the converse is true when you go in thinking you're not feeling that good and thinking that you're going to butcher it and you go in there and you feel like you do actually butcher the approach, but in fact, she perceives you positively. So that's another thing to keep in mind. They are merely rejecting an arbitrary perception of you, which is completely out of your control and most of the time will not be anywhere near accurate to reflect who you are as a person. The next point is many things are going to be out of your control. For example, her mood, her availability emotionally and sexually, whether you're her type or what she'd be flexible going for. You don't know what type of mood you're catching someone in. You don't even know if cold approach is something that this person is particularly receptive to. That's a major point you've got to keep in mind. There's a subset of girls who will fundamentally just not be receptive to being cold approached by a guy. I don't know if it's a pride thing. I don't know if it's a personality thing, but some girls will fundamentally not be receptive to it. So you've got to keep that in mind. Girls will be moody. They will have had issues with their family or their friends or at work or be on their period or uh, suffer from depression or anxiety or have had something bad to them happen recently. And that might involve men. You might fundamentally not be her type or not the type of dude she might be flexible exploring with. So many of these things are completely out of your control. So that's another reason why you can make rejection virtually meaningless. Pretty much 80 to 90% of it is completely out of your control and not personal to you at all. One of the most important concepts that you need to be aware of, and I believe this comes from Chris from Good Looking Loser, is the idea of emotional and sexual availability. Okay, so I'll start with emotional, and the two are pretty much connected. A lot of the times, the conditions have to be perfect for you and the girl to be able to establish something on her end from an emotional and sexual standpoint in terms of how available she is. Starting with emotional... If a girl is in love with another dude, it's highly, highly, highly unlikely that there's any chance for you to get her right there and then. Same thing if she is just going through a period where maybe she's had a breakup several months ago. Maybe she's out of love with someone she just broke up with, but maybe she's not in an emotional space to start dating again. That's on more of like a macro level. 
on a more micro level, she could just be in like a shitty mood. She might have had like a fight with her parents. She might have had a bad day at work. And then emotionally, she's just not in the state at that moment to be picked up essentially. And the next thing is sexual availability. And it's connected to emotional where sometimes girls will just be going through periods. They'll have availability windows, which Chris from Good Looking Loser says, and I agree, where they are down to fuck and they're sexually active. So that window will be open. And then that window can immediately just shut even the next day or the next week or the next month. You'll meet girls throughout this journey where if you start to have like open direct conversations with them, you can even do this when you're chatting them up in the initial approach. You can be like, look, I'm getting a feeling that you're like not really dating at the moment. Is that accurate? I've had this, or this will also happen on dates and girls will be honest. They're just like, yeah, I mean, I've been like celibate for like nine months. Like I haven't been having sex by choice, right? And for whatever reason, that's usually like the older girls, maybe in the sort of later 20s, mid to later 20s. So yeah, but point is, women will have windows of sexual availability, and it's about catching them at the right time when they are sexually available to let another dude that they're attracted to into their life and get intimate with. So that's another fundamental thing that you do not have control over. And to be honest with you, most girls, the grand majority that you approach in some capacity will not be emotionally and or sexually available to be able to get them. That's just the truth of the matter. So you can rest assured knowing that most of the time you get rejected, this is going to be a core factor that you can't control, which will result in you getting rejected. And therefore, you can take the rejection far less personally. It's important to have compassion and empathy for women after you've been rejected, okay? So you've got to keep in mind that I don't think us guys really appreciate what it's like to be in the shoes of a woman, to walk around in public and have creepy, uncalibrated guys staring at them, trying to dominate them, trying to intimidate them, all because most guys who do that, they're doing that to self-sabotage and they're doing that because they don't feel like they're worthy of a girl like that and they feel threatened by a presence. So a way to deal with that vulnerability is to try to dominate her with some sort of negative toxic behavior. Now that could be like catcalling, that could be, man, flat out, like just harassment, it could be groping her, it could be insulting her. Man, girls put up with so much fucking nonsense. Um, It could be getting stalked and that's guys they don't know not to mention guys that they do fucking know man the toxic behavior of the manipulative psychopathic machiavellian dudes a lot of let's be honest young hot girls have probably dated or who exclusively date they get put through the ringer man and i'm not letting girls off the hook there's a lot of young girls who behave like that as well but i will flat out say it there's a lot of fucking dudes I would say most of the guys that fuck with these young hot girls are dark triad individuals. At the very least, they are super entitled. They're normally, you know, good looking, outgoing, socially calibrated dudes with a lot of swagger who probably don't have much empathy, who are quite entitled, narcissistic, and they kind of just do what the fuck they want because they've got so much power because they've got a lot of girls to choose from, essentially. And I don't think a lot of us guys really give like women enough compassion and empathy with all the nonsense they really put up with. And again, I'm not simping out here and saying that women don't do that to men. Of course they do. I'm just saying that it happens on both sides. And I'm making this point to help you internalize rejection more effectively as well so you can make it even more meaningless. A lot of the time, girls who reject you, they'll just be projecting onto you. So it could be like... If you bring some level of like cockiness, uh, which is in a, a positive way, it could trigger her. 
to think, oh, this guy reminds me of my fuckboy ex, or this guy reminds me of, you know, this situationship with this fucking piece of shit who gave me the lovable experience, made me feel like that I was going to exclusively be his and then waited till I was in love with him and then he cheated on me and then he fucking basically pulled the rug and goes to me, man. Like, this shit happens all the time, right? So a lot of the time a girl is going to project onto you as she associates you, a man who's exhibiting the same behaviors as guys that she would be dating and assuming that you are going to behave negative too. And that's why they reject you. So that's an important thing to keep in mind. And just for clarity on that, I'm not saying you should be behaving in a dark way at all. And that is what she is recognizing. The behaviors I'm referring to, you should be communicating are things like confidence, entitlement, and boldness, which is what the guys also have that the girls normally date, which she could therefore then base assumptions off and make her think negatively as a result. All without her knowing you're actually a good dude on the back end who's only there looking for win-win scenarios and not out to fuck with anyone's emotions. Another important point is take responsibility for what you can and can't control. So I just mentioned some things before of things that you cannot control. And now I'm going to talk about the things that you absolutely can control. And I'm going to say this, a lot of the time that you get at least the more brutal, harsh rejections, it is your fault. Not always your fault, but for the most part, It is your fault and not the girl's. This is Patrice O'Neill 101. It is your fault, fellas. A lot of the time, if you're getting a harsh response, it usually means your vibe, your energy, and most importantly, your execution was completely off point to the extent that it made her feel uncomfortable, it made her feel creeped out, it made her feel... It basically got her negatively emotional. It basically stimulated that monkey or reptilian brain, whatever you want to call it, where she reacted immediately to you. And maybe she told you to fuck off. Maybe she was rude. Granted, that's going to happen minority cases from time to time. Um, it happens much, much less the better you get and the more experienced you get. But if you are getting this fairly often, like if you're getting like Insta blowouts, like many in a row, if you're getting girls looking at you strangely, looking at you perplexed, looking at you with a face of like contempt or hostility, being rude to you or um, fuck, even like abruptly walking away from you or feeling uncomfortable, that is something that you are doing wrong and that is on you to fix, okay? So most of the time you get these harsh blowouts, it is your fault. And I don't mean to sound harsh myself here. I don't mean to come off uncompassionate to yourself, right? This is all part of the journey. I'm just giving you an expectation of what your likely experience is gonna be And I'm ultimately just giving you the medicine. And I know it tastes bitter, but the medicine is you just got to stick it out, keep getting better, but make sure you keep getting better and improving because these harsh rejections, I'm sorry to say, like it is on you. And it happened to me as well. It's just the nature of the game. It's like the cruel paradox and the cruel irony of this game is the less proficient and competent you are at cold approach, the worse results you're going to get the more rejection you're going to get and the harsher the rejections are going to be. They talk about something called a beginner's hell in cold approach, and that's what happens. There's a great quote which goes, the pathway to heaven starts in hell. And um, that's very applicable to cold approach. So yeah, just keep that in mind. You're not always going to stay there, but just know that it's on you to improve. And you will. You will if you apply yourself and you take proper responsibility. The next point I'll make is just reiterating what I just mentioned. The better you get, the less harsh 
the rejections that you get. So the harsh rejections will be very few and far between. Very few and far between. Right now, the advanced point that I'm at, man, the last time I got a harsh rejection, the harshest thing I'll get is maybe a girl not stopping. She'll glance at me, maybe nod her head and keep walking. But even that happens very rarely. Most of the time, and credit to girls, man, most of them are such pleasant, agreeable, polite creatures that most of the time they'll just give you a polite and graceful no, if they're a blatant no girl who's not interested. That is literally the extent to the rejection that you're going to get. Okay? Now, when you get to this point where the worst reactions you are getting are just graceful and polite no's, I mean, you've arrived to the promised land. Like you can imagine that's like a pretty nice place to be and it fucking is. That's when the sessions start to get really fun because in the back of your mind, you know that the inevitable no's that come are going to be light and they just glance off you like water off a duck's back, okay? And why that happens is because your execution is getting better, your frame is getting better and your energy is getting better. Basically, you are getting out of your own way. So you're removing all the negative things that are causing at least the harsher reactions and you are enhancing the positive things which get you better outcomes more frequently. So I hope that makes sense. So yeah, so that's something you can rest assured knowing that the better you get, the funner it gets, the better results you get and the fewer harsh rejections that you get. And that's how you know that you're getting better as well, by the way the frequency of harsh rejections. Just to add on your frame and your energy getting better, what you can actually do is, and you can rest assured knowing this, if you get a really harsh blowout and you feel that it's an unreasonably rude response, if you've of course been polite and respectful and your execution has been good and she gives you an unreasonably rude response, feel free to call it out guys. If some chick has just been a blatant bitch, call it out and just go, hey, look, you know what I was trying to do here. I was polite and respectful about it, but your response here is unreasonably rude. And I think you should check yourself. That's not cool. I'm going to bounce, but yeah, I'd recommend not doing that again. It takes courage and balls for me to do this. Fair enough, you're not into it, but a polite and respectful no thank you would have sufficed, not your reaction. So yeah, shame on you and walk away. There's, you can do that as well, right? I'm giving you the permission to do that. Now, hopefully that'll help you with your frame and your confidence and at least not be as reactive or scared or fear of rejection. Hopefully that can help your frame knowing that, yeah, you can do that. The worst case scenario, she tells you to fuck off. Man, politely and respectfully do that back. Yeah, in a diplomatic way. I'll share a cool anecdote of my wing who did this in Colombia when we were out doing a session. He approached this girl sitting down. Definitely a harder situation, but he did it politely, respectfully. I watched the whole thing. His execution was nice. And this chick basically just says, I don't talk to foreigners. I don't like foreigners. Like this chick was just a fucking muppet. He just goes, what? She goes, I don't talk to foreigners. And then she said something negative like, all foreigners just come here and, um, you know, do bad things. Uh, I don't like them. And my boy, he held his frame. He just goes, you do know, he was, he's American. He says, there's many Colombians like you that come to our country and we don't have this attitude. We have the opposite. We welcome you as long as you are respectful. And then he added on that, he goes, all these things you see around you 
uh, he was, the irony was they were literally sitting in front of fucking Dunkin' Donuts. And he says, all of this stuff comes from my country. And this guy, he just held his frame and he just said that stuff and then, and then exited. It was just a beautiful way that he handled the situation in a diplomatic and, and respectful but stern way going, fuck you, bitch, and, and putting her in her line because she was a rude bitch. And she deserved to be put in her line. And he didn't deserve that treatment. So, yeah, she was just an ignorant idiot. But he handled that well. And you can do the same if you're ever in a, in a similar situation. But, um, but don't lose your cool, guys. Don't, do not get reactive. This is the disclaimer I'm going to make. Do not get reactive. Of course, obviously, do not get aggressive or threatening at all. Just be polite, respectful, and diplomatically put her in line. Much like a lawyer would be. You just want to be a lawyer. Sternly if you want to of course or you can just fucking cut and run that that's what i would say if you wanted to approach that situation but i'm not promoting any toxic negative threatening abusive behavior at all do not cuss her out or anything just do it diplomatically politely and respectfully and dip out of there okay the next thing i'll say is when you do inevitably get your brutal rejections and you get that like that feeling of like a slap in the face where it stings and you've got almost got like a like a ringing in your ears after that. I'm going to say something a little bit wacky here, but it fucking works. So try it. And that is decide not to care. I'll share an anecdote with you. So when I first started my cold approach journey about six years ago in Belgrade, Serbia, I was having a string of bad reactions, a string of harsh rejections, obviously because I was not that competent. And this one approach I remembered vividly. I got brutally rejected and I had that slap in the face, that ringing in my ears, that sting, right? That feeling of humiliation, of shame, of embarrassment, of feeling like a fucking loser. And I go, I'm going I'm to try to see if I can just decide not to care, feel these feelings anyway, and just decide not to care and keep walking. And I swear to God, it fucking worked. So I got slapped in the face, metaphorically, the ringing in the ears, and I just go, huh, um, I don't care. Now that didn't make the feeling dissipate at all. I still felt the feelings as well as I always had following a harsh rejection. But I decided not to care. And why that helped is it's a very like mindfulness practice. And it's something that Sam Harris talks about. He says, whenever something makes you angry, he says, you can decide to be angry for five minutes, or you can decide to be angry for the whole day. And what he means by that is you can't control the things that are going to happen to you and your natural sort of monkey reptilian response, which makes you be overcome with like a negative emotion. But you can decide how you respond to that and the secondary emotions that you add on top of that. And this is what this practice is. Because the worst part of rejection is it's not the sting that you get. It's all of the secondary dog shit negative emotions, the unnecessarily ones that you pile on top. And part of this practice is preventing those things from piling on top of this already you know, uncomfortable emotion that you're feeling. So give that a shot. Decide not to care and keep moving on. And then after that, is going to be my next point. Fucking laugh. Laugh at the situation. There's something called gallows humor. And that basically means when people used to go to the gallows, the gallows is under the stage part where they get hung or some shit. 
before they bring them out, they kind of like hang in there. That's called the gallows. And it wasn't uncommon to be fucking making jokes and laughing despite them about to meet their death within five minutes by hanging. And they call that gallows humor. It's basically a very dark form of humor. And I'd encourage you to adopt the same thing in cold approach. I'd strongly encourage you to do it, right? Every time you have like a harsh reaction, laugh at the fucking situation, whether or not it was your fault or not. Just laugh at the situation. Just go, oh God, that was fucking brutal. God, I'm a loser. Holy shit. Why did I say that? Why the fuck did like, I absolutely butchered that execution. What the fuck was I doing? God, that was brutal. God, I'm a loser. Have some self-deprecation, a sense of gallows humor, a dark self-deprecating approach to these negative experiences as a way to reframe it positively. And you'll be surprised at how quickly it can dissipate. And not only that, these are the funny fucking stories that stick out that you look back on and you laugh at. And not only that, that you're proud of profoundly. You're proud of. Every harsh rejection I had, I don't give a fuck. I look back on it with pride because that marked a behavior or a moment where I went for something that I really wanted, which took a lot of fucking guts, a lot of balls, a lot of courage, and something that's fundamentally fucking hard to do and that very few guys have or ever will do. So you should be proud of this shit. You should be proud of the rejections. They should be badges of honor. They should be scars on your soul that you look back on, that you look at, that you're fucking proud of going, yeah, like I'm, I'm a fucking man, dude. I went out and, and went for that shit. I went after that hot girl, like that chick in Sydney. I went after that hot chick and she just came to a halt and stared me down in the street, making me feel like an idiot, waiting for me to fucking leave. I'm proud of that shit. And not to mention, it's a fucking hilarious story. Next point I'll make is about gratitude. When you start cold approaching around the world, if you ever do that, you notice that depending on the country and the culture, the cold approach and the nature of the game will be a little bit different. So in general terms, if you're cold approaching in the West, so in the Anglosphere, like the States, Australia, UK, etc., you're going to experience harsher blowouts, probably. The nature of the cold approach is going to be a little bit harsher and a little bit more abrasive. However, it's way more efficient compared to other parts of the world. And what I mean by that is this. I feel like Western women are far more likely to just be completely honest with you and no bullshit and not waste your time where they might give you a slightly harsh blowout, but it saves you all the time and energy of persisting on something which had zero chance. Whereas if you go to a place like Colombia, where I am right now, man, the amount of signal to noise ratio is fucking absurdly high to a frustrating extent. I had the same experience in Sweden as well. And to a certain extent, I had the same experience in the States too. America is a very social chatty culture. 50% of girls were giving me their numbers. A lot were writing back, but none had any interest in dating essentially. Same thing in Sweden and the same thing in Colombia. Fuck me. You've really got to be able to cut through the noise. It's only until I was cold approaching in these cultures and these countries that I really started to appreciate places like Sydney for cold approach, where the girls are a lot more straight up. They're a lot more no bullshit. If they give you their number and they're not interested, they'll just ghost you or they won't write back or they'll just blow you out and they'll save you a shitload of time. And I've actually really come around to be grateful for that. And 
even more so of the girls, regardless of where they are around the world, in the approach, they'll literally just say, I've got a boyfriend, or they'll literally just flat out say, I'm not interested, thank you. Now, that one can kind of hurt. It can kind of like slap you on the face a little bit. But right after it, this chick, she's wasting none of your time. She's being straight to the point, just going, there's zero chance here. And she's politely and respectfully just going, I'm not interested. I've got to bounce. And she's saving you all the time and emotional energy compared to what some other girls do is they'll entertain the conversation. You'll take their number. You'll text them. They'll imply that there is a chance when in reality, there's zero chance. So yeah, that's another thing to be mindful of. Have some sense of gratitude for a girl who wastes none of your time and just blows you straight out or is completely honest with you. Have an anti-fragile approach to rejection, guys. And what I mean by that is don't have this fragile mindset of every rejection is fundamentally hurting you. I will make a disclaimer and say, I think it's probably not healthy to do tens of thousands of approaches. I think maybe a few thousand is kind of healthy and then get the fuck out. But there's no science on it. The jury's still out on that. Who's to say that it has any effect on you? But at least in the shorter term, if you're doing like one or 2000 approaches, man, it's mostly going to be character building for you. It's going to make you stronger and better. Or at the very least, it's not going to take anything away from you. So try to have an anti-fragile approach to this. Rejection is the ultimate forging of your social calibration, man. And again, it goes back to this idea of take responsibility for when it was your fault, okay? So it's not all the time that you're going to get immediately rejected and immediately blow out. It happens. It's part of the game. A lot of the time, you'll be speaking to a girl for like a minute, at least early on, and it still happens from time to time, like as an advanced person. But particularly as a beginner intermediate, you'll be talking for like a minute or so, and then all of a sudden, she'll just go, I got to go. And she'll just fucking walk off. And it usually is because of something you've said. Sorry to say, it's usually because of something you've said. And then you think back to that. You're just like, hang on, okay, what did I do wrong here? Okay, maybe I said this weird whack joke. Maybe I offended her. Maybe I pissed her off. Maybe that was a little bit risky. Maybe I creeped her out. Maybe my vibe was off. Maybe my execution wasn't right. You make a note and you think, all right, I'm not going to do that next time. And over time, this is how your social calibration forges. And I'm telling you, it does in a tangible fucking way. Like you can look back to two years ago when you were approaching and saying stuff that you wouldn't even dream of saying now because you know it's going to get you a negative response because you've learned from that experience of having gotten negative reactions. Another important thing to keep in mind is the more that you are in momentum or in a high vibe state, which comes after normally doing several approaches, the less that you'll care about the rejection. And paradoxically, the less rejection that you'll actually get because of your nuclear vibe. So that's a key thing to remember. Just expect that the first few, your vibe's going to be off. You're going to be feeling rusty. You're not going to be maybe feeling that social or that on or that sharp. That's probably when you're going to get most of like your rejections, or at least the harsher rejections. So just accept that fact. But once you're warmed up, you care less and they'll happen less frequently as well. Much like in sales, they say every no gets you closer to a yes. So keep that in mind. If you've got a string of rejections, harsh or not, and your vibe's starting to get tanked, I mean, keep yourself in check. Call off the session as long as it's not a weasel if you think it's only going to be a net negative. But most of the time, I recommend you just sticking it out and keep going. And just knowing that every no that you get gets you closer to a yes to a girl who's like, yeah, you're hot, you're my type, let's 
yeah, I'm, I'm keen to explore this. So just keep that in mind. And as old Tuss says, rejection is better than regret. So just bring it existential, guys. You're going to fucking die anyway, right? Like, what else are you going to do? Just stay at home, jerk off, fucking smoke weed and play video games? Like, you may as well get the fuck out there. Endure a bunch of rejection rather than sit in your old age reflecting back on you having wasted your youth by not going out and risking getting rejected. I'm telling you, man, the success that you want in life, it comes from adversity. It comes from rejection. It's always to get what you want. There's a bunch of shit that you've got to eat first, but it only tastes like shit in the moment. And when you look back at it in the future, it'll actually be seen as gold. So just keep that in mind. It's going to sting temporarily, the rejections, but ultimately you'll be proud. And one day you look back and you laugh about it. And that's what's all part of the fun, actually. When you're out with a wing, is why I promote getting a wing. When you're out there, part of the rejections are fucking hilarious, man. They're part of the... The glory stories, they're the battle stories from the trenches, man. They're, it's one of the funnest parts, so cherish that and don't let it go to waste because, yeah, ultimately one day you will you will value them, man. You will value the negative experiences because they, they ultimately make you better in the long run. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully that was helpful for you in terms of how to deal with rejection and how to um, virtually make it meaningless. Because it is, at least in terms of interpreting it negatively, rejection is meaningless. However, when interpreted positively in a healthy way, it actually becomes incredibly meaningful. So yeah, anyways, this is Ryan signing off with the Father Hawk Cold Approach podcast. Appreciate you tuning in again. And I'm going to play you out with a clip from the late, great Patrice O'Neill from his show called The Black Phillip Show with his thoughts on rejection. All right, until next time. Cheers. Well, you know, I really don't have a lot of self-confidence. So what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your question, Jared? What, do you think, you know, just as going, at, going to parties, do you think that I could learn a lot just by not even necessarily trying to um, score, but just trying to learn to communicate score? with women so later on when you I really do want to do something, I have that ability. I mean, it, w would you recommend that? I, I, this, I, this motherfucker is really ill, and she's going to get better. She's going to get better. I need her back. Let me tell you your problem. You made me sad listening to you, motherfucker. <laughs> and let me tell you what your problem is, man. You are afraid of rejection, which is rule number 76 for us. Okay. Fly paper. You have to toughen up your leather. You have to get out there and go, how are you? And have a girl go, fuck you. And you go, shit. You, you fucking, right. you straighten your tie out. <laughs> and you go out the there and you or say else, hello again. Or else start going to strip clubs and polish your rap. Because if you can't talk to anybody there, no, 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 you're no, no. talk to anybody No, else. nigga, what are you going to no. You can't talk to some bitches you paid to no. listen. No, you don't pay them. I mean, just go no, talk. No, I see what you're saying. I never paid, you never paid any, never paid any dances. That's true. But, Jared, listen to me. You yeah. got to, the rejection is what's fucking you up. Right. That's, so that's what I was thinking. You, you have to, practice. yes, you have to go out there Numbers game. and toughen up. It's, a, it's like one of them things, you know, them, mm. uh, them Thai boxers and shit, the motherfuckers that do Thai. And they, all they do is kick a wall they kick until they chip their shins. Right. And then their shins heal into some funky bat. Calcified. Some baseball bat. Calcified. And then they do it again until <laughs> that breaks. And then they do it again till that breaks, till they're hardcore. So just do that to my You ankle. have to just do that and suffer. And you have to make sure you don't hold, uh, you, you don't 
get married, to, not, not necessarily married, but you have to make sure you don't hold on without intention to the consequence. You got to make yeah. sure that it's not personal. Yeah. It's not personal. Right. You don't you don't set your mind on one. Because girl. let me tell you, you why. Just keep working on each one. Let me tell you why. Women are n they never feel like a guy's coming at him with with any type of of honesty. So we can come to a woman and go, excuse me. Ma'am, do you know how to get to Dwayne Reed? Damn. And they'll go, oh, God, the old Dwayne Reed trying to <laughs> fuck me trick. That's how they are. So even if you're being a nice guy, they fuck you over anyway. Not and here's the thing. Times. Women always try to throw little words like our friend Carlotta with words like times. they throw words like, oh, you're just bitter or you're just you have someone hurt you. The same thing but he here's the us. thing. Women. Same thing he says to us. Absolutely. <laughs> women are have a, a camaraderie, a sisterhood when it comes to this man-woman thing. Group. Men don't because it's every no, man from a, it's, it's every, every man for himself. for himself. But we need to learn how to be brothers on this on this thing. Right.